Hello, travelers, and happy holidays. Today's episode is our canonical Christmas special, and then we're returning to our regular schedule with the next Juno episode in two weeks. Before we get to the episode, though, I wanted to tell you about an amazing organization called the Okra Project, which I hope you will consider supporting this holiday season. The Okra Project is a grassroots collective dedicated to fighting food insecurity in the Black trans community. Black trans people must navigate the systemic inequalities that come with both anti-Black racism and transphobia, which leads to them having higher rates of homelessness, unemployment, and food insecurity than the general population. The Okra Project aims to combat this in a number of ways, including hiring Black trans chefs to prepare free meals for Black trans people in New York City and Philadelphia, sending small grants to Black trans people anywhere in the world so they can buy groceries, and taking Black trans people on theater outings that they might not otherwise be able to experience, which is, of course, something really close to my heart. You can find The Okra Project at theokraproject.com. That's T-H-E-O-K-R-A p-r-o-j-e-c-t dot com, or send donations to them directly at paypal.me slash b-t-s-f. That's B as in beautiful, T as in trans, S as in Sophie, and F as in fire. The Okra Project relies on community funds to stay afloat, so if you can, I hope you'll consider donating. Have a happy rest of your year, travelers, and enjoy the episode. Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Tonight's tale is... Mick Mercury and the Night Before. get any leverage with your foot in my back. Uh, we can do it, you guys. Give it one more push in one, two... <laughs> See, guys? We just had to put our minds to it. Like that time when we went to the zoo and let out all the man-eating... Damn it, get off of me, all right? Get off! <sighs> you could have given us a second. Way to celebrate a guy's birthday, drag him out of his home, step all over him and make him break into school after hours. This couldn't wait. And why not, huh? Why exactly? You can't handle the idea of passing in homework late once? It's the spirit of the thing. Mr. Nicholas shouldn't have taken what I was writing, even if I was writing it in his class. He doesn't have the right. Legally speaking. So now you're an expert on the law at 18, huh? I don't buy it. It's just important, okay? Why? That's none of your business! Of course it's my goddamn Come business! On, guys. Do we really have to fight? Again? And I bailed you out so many times that you owe me this one. Owe oh, you? That's rich. Really funny. Guys, someone's gonna hear us. <gasps> I don't like this. Well, we gotta do it, buddy. She's our best friend and she needs us. And besides, <laughs> I decided we should because I'm the leader of the gang. You only got to decide it because you were the tie-breaking vote, Mick. <laughs> well, that's basically the same thing. It, it isn't. isn't. And we haven't gotten into trouble in, like, forever. She's always at her parents' store and you're always wherever you go. <laughs> so come on! Just like old times, huh? Like, hey, remember when the three of us heard a rumor? So we broke into that rundown amusement park with my dog, Wilco. And then we got chased around by a plasmax murderer wearing a monster mask. Man. Only we took off his mask and it turned out that the murderer was really just old man Jenkins who ran the place. And he was just trying to drum up business so we didn't have to close down. Now that was a really fun day. Sure, Mercury, a real hoot until an actual masked murderer snuck out from behind the merry-go-round, plasmax Jenkins to death, and we had to run for our lives. Huh. Yeah. Forgot about that part. Both of you, shh! If we're going to do this successfully, we should move now. 
and quietly. Fine. Then I'm not getting caught, all right? 39 misdemeanors is enough for one lifetime. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Good teamwork. Good teamwork. We'll burn through this in no time. Or our names are Mick, Tasha, and Bruno. Shh! Oh, sorry. Come on. Mr. Nicholas's classroom is upstairs. If you'd asked me back then, blaster to my head, what the best days of my life were going to be, I would have told you I was living them. Just me, Bruno, and Tasha getting into trouble and... Uh, just getting into trouble, basically. <laughs> but it had been a while since we'd actually done that all together, you know? It was Bruno's birthday, late December, and the last time we'd gone on a bonafide caper was almost a year before. So when Tasha told me we were busting into the high school that night, of course I was in. I figured the three of us would be breaking and entering and brawling and laughing together forever. And we'd just hit a little bump along the way, you know? So this adventure was going to be great. It had to be. All right. We're in Nicholas's classroom. Just grab your homework and let's get out of here, all right? 39 misdemeanors is enough for one lifetime. You already said that twice. Well, I guess it makes it two times as true, doesn't it? Hey, hey, guys, come on. Let's grab this thing and fight about it later. Or never. Never sounds pretty good. Thank you, Mick. Oh, come on. Now you're looking through his cabinets? Well, I don't see it on top of the desk, so... Oh, man, I can't wait. I bet Mr. Nick's got all kinds of gnarly secrets in there. He is smiling all the time. Seems like he really enjoys his job. That's not normal. <laughs> yeah, what's up with that? Must be something in here he uses to get through the day. Oh, oh! If anybody finds a flask, I call first drink. He's a teacher in the roughest district of Mars's roughest city, Mercury. Of course he's got booze in there. Booze? Nah. I was imagining, like, some mad scientist stuff. I'd drink it and uh, I'd turn into a werewolf, maybe. <laughs> Grow hair on my eyeballs? <laughs> I think Mr. Nicholas could deduce who stole his werewolfium if you came to class with hair on your eyes, Nick. Yeah, we could cover for him pretty easy. Don't pick on him, Mr. Nick. He's a growing boy and his body's going through all kinds of confusing changes. <laughs> I kept telling you to grow up, Mercury. I just didn't expect it all to happen in one night. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, there's someone in the school. Just find this dumb thing before we get caught. It'll be alright, buddy. It's probably just organized crime or something. People have been showing up dead around the high school for months now. We'll be... <sighs> If you're that worried, Bruno, you could help us look. Gee, that's a great idea, Tasha. Why don't you just tell us what we're looking for, and I'll get right on it. Oh my god, you guys. Oh my god. He's got a skeleton in here. He's the biology teacher, Mick. Of course he's got a goddamn skeleton. Ah, that makes sense. I was wondering why it's on a display rack. Hey, do you think... And after all the times I've helped you, you should be begging to help me. I pull you out of a gutter every other week. You do not. Twice a month, tops. Those are the same thing, you stupid... I found it! Guys, I found it! What? What? I did, seriously. An essay on Tasha's notebook paper. How come you always use graph paper anyway, Tasha? Ugh. And right at the top, it says her full name. See? Tasha Connector Cable. And then it says... <sighs> oh, whoa. Okay. Uh, there you go, Tasha. Good. Now, we leave. Now that you want to. Of course. We're doing what you want, and you're still angry about it. Maybe I'm just bitter that you risk our criminal records on keeping your perfect homework average. This isn't homework! Then what is it? <gasps> <laughs> okay. So, guys... As the leader of the gang, I do have to warn you both that I think there might be someone else in the school. Glad we're in such capable hands, Nick. Leave him alone! It sounds like they're above us. Not for long. Coming down now. Lock the door! Ah, dang it! The lock's busted! And the door opens out to the hall so we can't even barricade it. Then we have to hide. One of the big cabinets I checked earlier was empty. Let's go. This is awful. I 
keys. How did you drop your stupid- Shut up and squeeze in, you two! <laughs> Mick! <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm just really happy, you guys. I really miss doing this stuff. Hiding for our lives? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's been so long. We won't need to hide for very long. Hope not. It stinks worse than Mick in here. Yeah, really? That's a relief. I thought that was me. Oh, it is a strange smell. Not just bad, but rancid. Metallic almost. Ah! The hell was that? Oh, there's something on the shelf. It looks like blood. What? what? There is an astonishing amount of blood on this shelf. I've never seen so much blood that I can smell it before. The only blood I ever smell comes out of my own nose. <gasps> guys. What? Guys, I think I know what's happening here. What is it? Guys! What? what? It's Bruno's birthday, which means it's almost the end of the Earth year. Hearing noises up on the roof, leaving unexpected stuff around, like, like, like some kind of present. <gasps> guys, I think we've got a real bona fide old man winter in the school. Damn it, Mercury. It's real, guys. I know it's real. They talk about it on Earth all the time. It's like it's this huge old zombie man that never dies, and he lives where it's really cold with an army of goblins. But he's got these mind-reading powers, and he just watches you, you know, all the time. And then at the end of the year, if he decides you deserve it, he shows up, and he cuts off your foot with your socks still on it, and hangs it on the wall, and he burns you alive, maybe. That's something about coal Mick. and... The story is nonsense. It's real. My mom told me all about it when I was a little kid, and she was an expert on Earth history. Robbing an Earth history museum doesn't make you an expert on Earth history, genius. But, but, but... Shh! Someone's coming into the classroom. Okay, just be careful, guys, because I hear he can make horses fly, so, you know, I just don't trust a guy like... Shh! If I have to stay in here with all this blood. We're not going anywhere until we're sure he's gone. Okay, buddy. But then we're just gonna have to stay in here with all this blood and also my puke, and I don't know how long I can take that. Ugh, fine. I'll go first. No, wait, damn it. The room's clear, Bruno. Good. Get out of the way! Ugh. That was a close one. Yep. That's definitely blood. Someone must have cut themselves, Bronzy. Mr. Nick always says that science is real hands-on, gloves off. That's what you say about fighting, Mick. Mr. Nicholas says hands-off, gloves on. It doesn't make sense anyway. This blood is cold. Like, really cold. You're touching it?! You did. Shut up. Uh, can you just grab your paper so we can get out of here? I've got the creeps and i got to wash my hands like 40 times now. I... I left it on the desk when we went to hide, but... It, it's not here! No way. Old Man Winter must have taken it! There's no such thing as Old Man Winter, Mick! <gasps> Tasha, what is it? What is it? Beneath the desk, there's just... Oh, whoa! Oh, a bucket with bloody gloves in it. And they're freezing cold. What is happening? Oh, man. Don't! All right, 
cool. So this was fun. Sorry about your mystery paper, Tasha, but it's time for us to go. We are not going anywhere until I get that paper back. I mean, Tasha, this definitely seems a little out of our league. A little? I am not going to die for your homework, Tasha. The extra misdemeanor would have been bad enough. Would you just shut up about your hundredth misdemeanor? Fortieth. I don't care. You never should have gotten 39 in the first place. I can't wait to get out of this stupid school and be done with you. The feeling is very mutual, Bruno. Hey, hey, come on, guys. Let's not say anything we don't mean, all right? I think I've been pretty goddamn honest so far. Fine. If you want to stop being friends, you can go. Just leave. But I've done so much for you. For both of you. And I really need this, okay? I need this more than anything else I've asked you for. More than anything since Annie... That paper is my entire future. It is everything. And I need it. Please. Your big future, huh? Because you're too good for us? I didn't say- If you're willing to cash in our entire friendship right now, I'd say that, yeah, you do think you're too good for us. I know you think it's stupid, Connector Cable, but I meant it when I said I couldn't get a 40th misdemeanor. That's what my future needs. So if you want to trade my future for yours, call in my debts right now, but then we're done. Bruno always had a short fuse, but there was something different in him then, something I'd only seen a couple of times. The few times someone tried to mess with his brother. The time our ninth grade history teacher tried to get me expelled. He meant it. He meant everything he was saying, down to the letter. And Tasha knew that too. But Old Town had been mean to Tasha. Mean for years, and she'd trade just about anything for a better future. It was... My worst nightmare, basically. And as much as I'd like to get my friends all revved up in stories about old man winters or well, whatever, I couldn't think of anything that could get us back to the good times. The fun times. So instead, I said, Wait, what's so bad about 40 misdemeanors? Not really the time, Mick. No, I mean, just, I have 39 too. You do not. I do. Listen, there was the one where I stole all those cats for the movie we were going to do, and the one where I stole the camera for the movie we were going to do. Just shut up about the movie, Mercury. Well, okay, but that's like 15 of them right there. Hey, Tasha, where, where are you going? To get my paper back. You two go home. Tasha, you moron, you can't just... Oh, great. So she gets her paper back and she gets to look good. That's real fair. I don't know, Bronzy. If she's still going after that paper, I guess it means a lot to her. I guess it does. We're going after her, aren't we? She just went after a blood-soaked psycho, Mick. Of course we're going after her. Cool. Cool. Just wanted to check. <laughs> Tasha! Tasha! It came from that classroom! Get your gross mitts off my best friend, you lousy old man! Ah, Mr. Nicholas? Mercury. Bronze. As soon as Connector Cable came in, I thought I'd find the full set soon enough. Mr. Nicholas, you gotta be careful, sir. There's a crazy killer demon man going around leaving bloody gloves everywhere. And probably doing some bad stuff to get those gloves all bloody in the first place. Oh? Bloody gloves, you say? You wouldn't happen to mean gloves like these? Ooh. Ah, yeah. Ooh. Oh. Oh. My, my bronze, you really do have to learn to keep those hands to yourself. You almost broke his fingers, you idiot! But he, the blood, just waggling those gross bloody fingers at me. <sighs> no way! Mr. Nicholas is old man Winter? <sighs> oh, ho, 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 ho. 
old man winter. Oh, what an imagination you children have. We're 18, No, Mr. no. The blood was just an innocent accident, I'm afraid. Tell me, what did we have scheduled for class tomorrow? Miss Connector Cable? We're dissecting fetal mega heifers, Mr. Nicholas. Precisely. Thank you, Tasha. So, all that blood's just from the mega heifers? I stayed after school to prepare tomorrow's lab and discovered that the port-of-freezer containment system had been torn. <sighs> A terrible mess. You know what they say about mega heifers, after all. They're, They're basically, basically just, just big balloons full, full of blood. Oh, ho, 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 Precisely. And so I'm afraid I've been here cleaning up ever since, but I've nearly finished. Now, Miss Connector Cable was just about to tell me what brought her here so late at night. Would you two like to add anything? I, I, I don't know. It's my fault, Mr. Nicholas. Bruno and Mick came to help me. I shouldn't have been working on that essay in your class. Things have just been very chaotic at home lately, and I can't focus there. Well, even so, after school you it's could... It's true. Uh, her parents own a food stall, Hanamanian food. Lately they've been making her work there all the time. That must be very difficult. Outer Rim immigrants in these days of the war. There must be quite a lot to do. There is. I help out as much as I can. He doesn't. One time you tried to help, you broke a pipe and flooded the block with sewer water, Mercury. So I help by never going near the place. It's a thankless job, but I do what I can. Oh, ho, 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 ho. What excellent friends you three are. Putting your necks on the line for each other. And your criminal records. What? But how did you... Oh, just call it an old man's intuition. Well, I won't keep you any longer. Here, Miss Connected Cable. My essay? Really? Of course. And so long as you three don't tell anyone that you saw me here tonight, and the little mess I've made, I don't see any reason I should tell them about your trespassing. Principal Donovan has been looking for an excuse to fire me for years now. Let's not give him the satisfaction, hmm? Wait, why would he want to fire you that badly in the first- Thanks so much, Mr. Nicholas. We won't tell a soul. Good night, children. Good night, night, Mr. Mr. Nicholas. Oh, and uh, Miss Connector Cable, hurry home and be sure to submit that application on time, would you? I think you could make an excellent police officer. Uh, Thank you, Mr. Nicholas. Now run along. So, uh, (laughs) a cop, huh? That's what I was just thinking. And this is why I didn't want either of you to know about it. But we're going to find out eventually, Tasha. I know. And I would have told you then, once I figured out how I was going to say it. But I ran out of time. The application deadline is midnight tonight. We've dealt with a lot of really bad cops in our lives, Connector Cable. I know. Remember the first time I came over to your place? Bruno! Someone trashed the food stall, broke a window, and robbed it blind, so we called the cops. My parents told me not to. But we did. And we watched while those cops punched your dads out and broke a few more windows for good measure. You want to be one of those people? Seriously? Come on, Bronsey. That doesn't seem fair. I do. And if you want to know, honestly... That day is what my essay is about. There should be people you can call when you're in danger, who can keep you safe, no matter what. And right now there aren't, but... But you want to be one. (laughs) 
We've been hanging out too much, Tasha. That's what my essay's about, too. What? Really? You too, Bruno? 40 misdemeanors bars you from admission to the HCPD Academy, no exceptions made. I already submitted my application, but I've got to keep that record clean now. I've got to be different. Bruno, I, I didn't know. It's not your fault. I didn't tell you. For the same reason you didn't tell us, I bet. Things are really about to change, aren't they? High school's only four years long. <laughs> Let me tell you, then I really started sweating. Because what they just said scared me more than a psycho killer or anything else I could think of. Because all my favorite memories were with Bruno and Tasha. I didn't regret a single one of those misdemeanors because every one of them was like a, a souvenir, I guess. The time we got so drunk in a graveyard that Bruno swore he saw a ghost. The time we stuck a kid to a tree with so much tape his body could never grow hair again. We hadn't had a really good day like that in a while. Tasha was different. The schedule filled to bursting with things she really cared about. Her family, her studies. Bruno was different too. Trying to tie up all his chaos into some kind of solid shape. Put rules on the mess he lived in. But I was still the same old Mick I ever was. So I thought, you know, things were just tough. And any day now we'd go back to the way things were. But if Bruno and Tasha left, then the good old days really were over, weren't they? Mick? Huh? I was just asking what your plans are after graduation. But I wasn't going to let the good times end that easy. Mick, Bruno, Tasha, we were a trio. Always a trio. And I never wanted to let that change. It's okay if you don't know. Well, it's funny that you two mentioned wanting to be cops, because that was my plan too. What? what? Yeah, yeah, of course I want to be a cop. I talk about it all the time. Don't you guys listen? I don't think you've ever said that before, Mick. He hasn't. Well, I guess you know now. Come on, bring it in. Whoa. Uh -huh. Check it out, you guys. The trio's still together. The only difference now is that our misadventures are going to be bigger and better than ever before. And completely legal. <laughs> yeah, legal. I, I know how to do that. If you say so, Mercury. I'm so glad, Mick. I was worried you might feel left behind. Me? Left behind? Come on, let's get out of here. You'd think a guy in my situation, someone who just found the surefire way to make sure the good times kept rolling, would feel pretty good then. But the only thing rolling on me was my sweat. <laughs> it was about 11 p.m., and they said the deadline was midnight. I hadn't written a single word of this essay, both because I didn't know it existed, and also because I hadn't successfully finished an essay since sixth grade, but my time wasn't up just yet. I'd hop on my hover cycle like the king of the freeway I was, get home in five minutes, and bust out my magnum opus in half an hour. Nothing was going to go wrong, and we'd be back to the good old days before you could say, Ah, nuts, buds! My hover cycle! You've decided it's too dangerous to drive and you're going to throw it away? No, my- You finally realized we don't like it and you're going to stop talking about it forever? No, I- What? My keys! I left the keys to my hover cycle back in Nicholas's classroom, in that cabinet! So we'll just come with you to get them, what's the big deal? Uh- don't you have to run back to submit your application? Give me a ride and we'll call it even. Throw away the goddamn bike and all of it. Aw, you guys! Come on! Let's go! His classroom door is closed. I hope he's locked it. <laughs> Sounds like Mr. Nick's still in there, though. He'll let us in. What's that noise? Probably just prepping the dissections for tomorrow. I don't think mega heifers are that tough, Mick. Mr. Nick, hey! Mr. Nick, have you seen my- Oh my god! Mr. Nick is cutting the legs off of a dead person! What? Um, Oh, hello, children. I thought you'd gone home already. That's Principal Donovan!
man! Or what's left of him. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Such imagination, children. There is, of course, a perfectly reasonable explanation for this. You see... <laughs> Someone lock the goddamn door, quickly! We can't! The lock's broken, remember? Now, children, let's discuss this. Hmm? I'm sure there's something we both want. And if we can't come to an agreement, I do need dissection specimens for tomorrow. Then get something to barricade it with! Hurry! Okay! He's really strong for an old guy, isn't he? He's gonna knock down the barricade if he keeps at it! Push everything back into place! I just can't believe Mr. Nick's a total two-faced murdering psycho! Just like that old earth story we had to read in classic. Uh, what's it called? Dr. Something and Mr... Uh, Hyde? Oh, and leave you guys here alone? No way, Tasha! Nicholas has been teaching in Old Town for 35 years. Honestly, I'm surprised he's as sane as he is. Old Town is a pretty tough district. Old Town's got nothing to do with it. Teaching alone would make any... Ah! <laughs> this has been a fun exploration of the flaws in the Martian educational system, but I really think we ought to figure out what to do about Mr. Nicholas now! Do about me? There isn't anything you can do about me! <laughs> what does that mean? He's bluffing. Tasha, call the cops. But how long will it take them to get here, I wonder? Certainly past midnight and past your deadline. <laughs> and you two, Bronze and Mercury, I heard you in the hall. If you stay for the police, you'll have to admit you were trespassing. And that's one misdemeanor too many. Now, isn't it? Now, what do you smart young children say? We all behave like none of this ever happened. Hmm? You let me go. I don't tell anyone about your misadventure, and we all come to class tomorrow and let everything go back to normal. Hmm? Bruno and Tasha were thinking it through, but I already knew what had to happen. Okay, first of all, there's no way we survive class tomorrow if we let him out of there, right? Yes, I believe we can all agree on that. It wasn't fun, but I guess I had to figure it out sometime. You could call the police and leave before they get here. He'd just knock down the barricade and run. Because that's the thing about the good old days, you know? They have to end sometime. Nothing stays the same forever. Then what the hell do you want us to do, Tasha? I don't know, alright? I don't know! I'll call the cops. You two get out of here. What? But Mick, that would be your 40th Yeah, I know. And I won't have time to write the essay. So you two are just going to have to be real good cops without me. And besides, <laughs> I can't just start off some academy cadet like the two of you. I'm the leader of the gang. Tell the HCPD I'm holding out for commissioner. <laughs> Thank you, Mick. Thank you so much. <laughs> it's not worth anything if you two just stand around here until the deadline's up anyway. Get out of here! He's right, Tasha. We should go. Right. And if I was being honest with myself, the good times were kind of already over, you know? And as much as I thought I was the same old Mick, I guess I was probably different, too. Older and unsure of who I was and what I wanted. But if you're ever going to get somewhere you want, at some point you've just got to admit that what used to make you happy doesn't cut it anymore. And that's sad, sure. Only if you keep acting like it's not true. Your other option, the good one, I think, is to hang it up and keep your eyes open for the next big thing. 
The next row of days you'll look back at sometime and say, Now those were really the good old days. Hey, guys! Yeah? Runs forever, right? Of course, Mac. Yeah, come on, Mercury. After you babysit a killer for us, I figure we owe you a few lifetimes of friendship. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Love you, Juno. Sasha. Uh, yeah, I... Same, Mick. Of course we love you. Bruno. Right. There's no way they could have known we'd be friends forever. But they meant it. And at the time, I guess that's all I needed. So I watched them go. I held that door closed while our trio got rewritten into a duo. I tried to imagine what my next good old days were going to look like once I got there. And I tried not to be scared when I couldn't imagine the first thing about them. Because Tasha was right earlier when she said there should be people you can call when you're in trouble. And it felt nice knowing that they were going to be those people. It felt even nicer knowing I could always call them, too. I could just shout on the wind for Sasha Wire and Juno Steel, no matter how far away they were. The end. Well now, that sure is a good tale. I'm proud of you, Junior. I really am. You know, me too, actually. Hmm. I don't know. I thought that it'd be another one of my get-rich-quick schemes, right? I just bust out some story about when I was a kid, roll the dice, and wait for the stream deals to come in. But then, I kept working on it, and it felt really good, and... Sure, it was a few weeks late when I submitted it, and yeah, they were looking for first-hand accounts of Old Town True Crime, and this was uh, mostly not that, but... But you made a story. A good one. Not everyone can say that. <laughs> hmm. Can I take a look? Sure. Sure. Did you like their names? I had to, because uh, Juno said not to use his name, and Sasha... I couldn't get in touch with Sasha, but I figured she wouldn't want that either. You miss him, don't you? Hard not to miss your buds. Yeah, maybe that's okay, missing them. I'm sure you'll see them again soon. The trio always finds a way to come back together, right? No, I don't know, Dad. It kind of feels like... I just get this feeling that... Something wrong, Junior? No, never mind. Probably just in my head. <clears throat> uh, everything all right, Dad? Yeah, of course. I think I'm just trying to imagine what my next good old days will look like when I get there. <laughs> oh, Dad. I read that somewhere once. My next good old days. Really smart, I thought. Wish I could remember where I read it. Real funny, Pops. But thanks. Well, thanks for what, Junior? Because, uh, I mean, <laughs> never mind, I guess. When I'm done working on my next story, really working on it, you know, every day, can I show it to you before I send it out? That sounds swell, Junior. Just swell. Thanks. <laughs> Happy Juno's birthday, Dad. <laughs> Junior? Yeah? You know I don't care if it's your friend's birthday, right? Yeah, but... I never really liked him. Uh, just always such a downer, you know, of... Of course, I liked that you liked him. I'd die for the kid, obviously. A friend of a Mercury is a friend of me. Like we always say, but... Uh... Can we just hug and not talk about it? Sure, Junior, sure. Here's wishing you some new good old days, kiddo. 
New good old days to you too, Dad. <laughs> and, you know, something tells me I might be at the start of some of them right now. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash the Penumbra podcast. If you support us on Patreon at the $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one. From actors Stefano Purdy and Joshua Elon, and co-creators Sophie takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. That when his ship, his, he's still waiting on his ship to come in, versus mm-hmm. season one Juno and season two Juno, who is, uh, no, I, I don't have a ship, and season three Juno, who's like, <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's actually just play with, let's see how to live well where I am. Right, that's interesting. So yeah, so it sounds like young Juno is a lot more raw in a lot of ways. Yeah, yeah, he's he's just a baby. <laughs> he's just he's just, just a little he's baby. baby. He is baby. He is baby. <laughs> Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you the posters, shirts, pins, and socks your hearts desire. Just go to dftba.com and search for the Penumbra podcast. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Minchowski, Ko, Wynn and Sonia Buckley, Choi Kwan, Liesling Voss, Penumbra Release Juno's Birth Chart, Please, Lynn Go, NB Shaper, Jasper James, Caroline Seidman, Kala, Red L, Sophia Anderson, Izzy J, Kim Dauber, Jay Yanazelli, Karen ZH, Kim Zygen, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. This tale, Mick Mercury and the Night Before, was told by the following people. Stefano Purdy as Mick Mercury, Sophie Takagi Kaner as Tasha Connector Cable, Joshua Elon as Bruno Bronze, William Schuler as Mr. Nicholas, and Glenn Moore as Mick Mercury Sr. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Takagi Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid that is our time for today, dear travelers. We hope you will join us again soon. <laughs>